Hey y'all, welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show. My name is Jason, I'm the owner of Outdoor Legacy, and I've got my good buddy Hans here from the Hans East Texas YouTube channel. How are you tonight? Good, man. I'll tell you, um, you are getting ready to make your annual pilgrimage to the beautiful mountains of uh, New Mexico, and I'm pretty jealous about that. Uh, I am. I am. I'm ready too because it's it's going to be uh, nice and cool, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody back here in Texas is going to be burning up in this August heat, and so I'm I'm excited about it. I'm gonna try. I'm ready. We. Well, I'm gonna try not to sink the ship while you're gone, or or well, burn the house down, I'm, or whatever. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very concerned. I'm not gonna lie, but but uh, we'll 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 see how it goes. I'm still gonna be working. I can't, unfortunately, I can't just well can't just quit. But there's gonna be some times when I don't have phone service up there in those mountains, and I'm not gonna be too upset about it. So. Well, the listeners will be glad to know that even though Jason's on vacation, we still have episodes to cover while he was gone we so we have not given given him any time off actually we made him work more before he's headed to exactly go out of vacation right. just to keep yeah and keep and like i said there's anybody that's self-employed knows this there's no such thing as a vacation as as long as there's cell phones or internet it's it's still work <laughs> but it'll exactly right. it, it it'll be good you know we uh changing the subject here hans and i just had a little funny thing happen trying to to set up and get ready for this so uh uh, I said, okay, we we're going to you know, start recording at the same time. And I said, are you ready? And he said, yeah, count down. And I said, one, two, three. And he goes, man, I didn't know if you were going to go three, two, one. And we got to joking about it. It's the exact same thing you do in the field when you're hunting with other people. Mm-hmm. Everybody's lined up on their tripods and the hogs or the coyotes there. And you do the countdown and you don't know if yeah. the guy is starting on three or starting on one, but you just hear one and everybody shoots and it's a big mess. It so, is. Yeah. I, I think I did the same thing here on the, the podcast. I'm terrible about doing it because we'll have two or three guys lined up and I've got so many different things I'm thinking of before I take the shot. And I don't put a lot of thought into the countdown, obviously, but <laughs> I always say, uh, you know, all right, we're going, we're going to shoot on one and then it'll get quiet. And then I'll go one, two. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. I mean, hold on three, two. So yeah, it is a comedy. It's like bad news bears sometimes when it out yeah, there. Yeah, that's hunting. right. But, hey, thank that's you all for joining right. us this week. We're happy to be, be back with you for another week of the late night vision show. Please go follow us on all the show socials. Go uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. I mean, it, the page is growing like crazy. Uh, the videos that we're bringing you every week. Go check out our website, uh, www.thelatenightvisionshow.com. And obviously on Instagram and uh, Facebook, you can find us there as well. But today we are talking about uh, and comparing and contrasting uh, the axions, the pulsar axions, and the pulsar helions. Jason, there's a lot of questions that people uh, call in or, or email us about. They want to know the differences. They, you know, it's people that sometimes are just now getting into thermal hunting for the first time, or they've heard uh, about the axions, but they don't really know the difference between that and the helions. There just seems like there's a lot of confusion sometimes with these monoculars because there's so many of them. That's right. There is. And I tell you, if you're watching on YouTube, we're going to be holding up some different, uh, you know, optics and showing you if you're, you're listening to the podcast, uh, you know, on the one of the apps, no problem. You know, you've probably seen an Axion and a Helion. If not, just jump over to OutdoorLegacyGear.com, and we've got all these things listed there, and you can take a quick look at them. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the new Pulsar Axions 
uh, here for just a second, and I'll let Hans do some introduction on the Helions. And uh, in a minute, I will be holding these up a little more so you can kind of see them if you're watching on YouTube. So the Axions are brand new for 2019. They were announced this year. They have begun shipping. Uh, we are in uh, the month of uh, August right now when we're recording this, again, 2019. So uh, anything we say could be subject to change, you know, pricing and models and that sort of thing as time goes on. I know these podcasts hang around out there forever. Sometimes people will listen and say, well, wait a minute, that's not right anymore. Well, some, <laughs> well, something's changed. That was two years changed. ago. <laughs> that's exactly right. Technology changes. But right now, we're going to tell you the way it is today. So uh, there are three models of the Axion. There is a key XM30, there is a regular XM30, and a regular XM38. Now, if you're interested in any of these individual models, we do have a podcast review uh, individually for all three of those models. So you can go back in the episode history and find those podcasts there. We dig in on each one. But I just want to go over briefly, kind of give you a quick idea. The key model does not have... Uh, video recording or a smartphone app. It also has a uh, well, it's an LCOS, liquid crystal display. LCOS, it's a, like an LCD display. It is physically smaller as uh, inside the optic. When you look in, it's just a little bit smaller and it is a lower resolution. Uh, that optic right now is running $1,899, $1,899. The next model is the XM30. The XM30 does have uh, internal uh, video recording as well as a uh, smartphone app where you can stream straight to your smartphone or tablet and you know make adjustments and, and changes on the fly while you're you're using it there if you've got somebody sitting next to you or what have you. Uh, so that's the the main difference there with the regular models versus the key. Uh, that model, uh, oh, you know, one thing I didn't even mention <laughs> that I should have important is that the the key model is a 2.5 power a base magnification, uh, and it does have digital zoom. They all do. The XM30 regular model is a four power, and then the XM38, uh, it is a 5.5 power, and it too has the video recording in the, the smartphone app. Uh, the uh, again, I'm gonna go over these prices because I've jumbled all this. But the key is $18.99. The regular XM30 is $21.99. The XM38 is $25.99. Again, prices subject to change, but that is what they are now. Uh, one of the key advantages, in my opinion, uh, I think anybody's opinion of the Axion is just simply the size and the weight. They are tiny. They fit perfectly in the palm of your hand. The best way we can describe them is they are the size of a laser rangefinder, and that is not an exaggeration. They are tiny. They weigh around 11 ounces. Kind of depends on the model. I think you know one maybe weigh a little bit less and maybe an ounce more, but about 11 ounces. They do have all three models have a removable, rechargeable battery. And it is the Pulsar APS-3 battery, and it lasts between three and four hours in normal conditions. The non-key models, the, the regular models, do have a AMOLED display, an OLED high-resolution display. So uh, of the three models, 
you are going to get a better image quality on the XM30 and the XM38 versus the key, just because of the, the slightly larger, higher resolution, and better display. But that's, I know I kind of jumbled all that stuff together, <laughs> but, but that's the basic of those three models. And again, the claim to fame is size yeah. and weight, well, about 11 ounces and tiny. I, I want to, Russell's about to get his second shout out on the show in, in a very Gosh. short amount of time. But Man alive, we were, hey, we're going to pay me royalties yeah, or something. But we were talking about size. Uh, I've got one of these, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, but Russell made these nice braided lanyards that connect to those ax axions, and you can actually wear it around your neck. And, and it's that small where you can stick this thing around your neck, um, hold it up when you want to, let it hang back down. But these lanyards are pretty cool. But, yeah, I, I was talking – to somebody on the phone about the axions and you know they were uh they kept going on and on about the size and how it's you know the similar the same size as the laser race finder and they wanted to know is it really that small and you know with the uh, uh you know my my basic um uniform when i go out in the field is camo uh, <laughs> cargo pants and the nice thing it slips right in my cargo pant pocket right there on the side and that's you know that's the best thing about it is is how small it is but it actually is the size of one of those laser rangefinders that you could pick up anywhere. Uh, it's That's the, the best thing that we've seen and, and we've noticed about it. It is. And, and hey, I just want to say something real quick. If if somebody is interested in one of those lanyards there that, that you're showing, mm -hmm. uh, if they want one of those, uh, send us a message. You can send it on Instagram or Facebook or send an email if you want to, and we can get you that contact info for, for Russell. He's selling those things for about 20 20 25 bucks a piece uh, they're very nice they're custom handmade uh they are really neat uh don't ask us in the comments because we're not going to give out his personal info just you know in the comments there but we will uh if you want to send us a message he can get you one of those made and they are very very nice yep. they're they're really cool so uh yeah he's he's on instagram i don't know if he's on facebook but uh, we'll, we'll get you that information. But as far as the Axions, you know, uh, we've used all of these a lot. Like Jason said, we did review on each one of these models and, uh, you know, we've sent uh, Jason, you've sold a lot of these and we've got nothing but great feedback from everybody, how they love, uh, these Axion models, but definitely, uh, the ones that you're going to get the, the best performance out of are, are, is going to be that regular XM 30, the non-key model and that XM 38. But if you're ready, we can switch on over to Helion if you want to. Yeah, what I want to do is, yeah, and that, that's what I want to do, folks. So we've given you the basics of them, yep. uh, and I know that's just like a, a mile-high quick overview. But again, we've gone into all the models uh, on other shows. So I want Hans to kind of jump in right. and explain these Helion models, <laughs> and then he surely he can't butcher it any worse oh, than I just did. But, but no, seriously, so, so I want him to do that. Then we'll come back because we'll do what everybody wants us to do yeah. and that is what do we like better and why and what's good for what so so go ahead and do that yeah the helions now i've got one right now in my hand uh this is the the xp38 and jason i dropped this in a bunch of sugar sand the other day and i even dusted it off for the show it had sand in every crack you could uh, ever think of and uh, but i cleaned it up for the show she's looking real pretty right now but i'm glad you would do that for us. <laughs> there there were six of the Pulsar Helion models, two of them have been discontinued. That is the XP28 
and the XQ28. So we're not going to be talking about those today. Those are discontinued. Uh, we're going to be talking about the four models that you can still find on the shelf. Uh, we're going to start off with the, the XQ38 and the XQ50. Um, those are in the, the 384 resolution class. Uh, the the res, uh, the magnification on the XQ38 starts out on a 3.1. The magnification on the XQ50 starts out on a 4.1. Jumping up into the 640 resolution class, we've got the uh, the XP38, which is what I've got here right in my hand. Uh, the uh, base magnification on that is 1.9, and the base magnification on the Pulsar XP50 is 2.5. The prices range on the Helion models. Uh, anywhere from $29.99.97 up to $39.99.97. And these are uh, these are one of the ones that have been around for quite a while, tried and true, tested out in the field. And, uh, you know, I, I'd say if we talked quickly about the advantage of the Axion with the size, I think the, the biggest advantage of the Helion is the picture quality uh, that you get with this unit. It, it's definitely not the size of the Axion, but it, I think you're going to get an overall better image and picture with that Helion model. Yeah, I think so. You know, size and weight is a big deal comparing those. Uh, you know, I did say about 11 ounces on the Axion and the Helions are going to be around 18 to 19 ounces. Yep. So it is significantly heavier. It is significantly larger. Uh, if you uh, you know, one of the things that I've found is if you don't have a good place to put the Helion when you get done using it, like, I mean, if you're if you're sitting there and, oh, look, there's hogs or, oh, there's a coyote coming up, you've got to find somewhere to stuff that thing. Oh, yeah. And I don't, I don't wear cargo pants much, so I don't have a big pocket to stick it in. So it's like I can't stick it in the pocket of my blue jeans. Well, and you, you do. You need a place to put that thing because, you know, again, a, a lanyard or something, but it's, you know, at, at over a pound it's pretty heavy around your neck well do what i do and just throw it on the ground before you take a shot <laughs> no don't well, do that I, don't I, do that at I, all yeah. but hey just real quick yeah i've done that yeah battery life on these uh averages six to eight hours depending on the conditions outside whether it's cold or warm uh, and also all of the helion models include the internal video recording as far as far as it's wi-fi capable so those are standard features of all the helion models yeah you know really both these are great optics, but you've got to look at look at a price difference here. So, on the Axions, we're talking about you know uh, sub two thousand dollars up to you know around the twenty five hundred dollar range, give or take a few bucks. Uh, we go up to the the Helions, we're talking about three to four thousand dollars. So it is a definite step up in price, but there is a step up in image quality. Mm -hmm. The other thing you'll notice is. We're looking at two and a half power on the key model and then stepping up into four power and five and a half power on the other two axions where on these helions, we're between three, well, two and a half, if you go to the XP units, two and a half up to four power. Mm -hmm. So it, it's the magnification is really a big deal. I've had a lot of guys who've said if they would make this, this uh, axion XM30, Instead of four power, if they would have made it two and a half or three power, it would be the perfect optic, and it probably would be. Uh, the four power is a lot mm. for a lot of people. The five and a half is a lot of magnification. That's really, in my opinion, that's going to be for coyote hunters. 
uh, or guys hunting in you know big farm country. Yeah, I, uh, I noticed a lot of people ahead. that before these came out, you know, it's a shift that Pulsar has made with the Axion and the Thermions. Everything is a little bit higher magnifications now. Uh, there was some concern about the Axions being such high powered. But, you know, I've got buddies that have them. I've got buddies that have the XM38, the 5.5 magnification, and, and they love it, you know. And, and, but, they do. And they're, in East Texas. Yeah, in East so, Texas. Yeah. And they're, you know, they've got some fields that are uh, pretty spread out where it's several hundred yards from the front to the back of the property, and that 5.5 works very well for them. So, you know, I think it, it, there's, it does take some adjustment. You know, Jason, you and I speak from a position of, of people that – are fortunate enough to get to use a lot of different thermals and a lot of different monoculars and scopes. We have what we, we like, you know, we, you and I tend to like the lower magnification stuff. Uh, but I think the people that are getting into it for the first time, uh, that don't know and, and have never experienced anything with a lower magnification, they're coming in and they're like, man, this is the greatest thing ever. Uh, I don't care if it's, uh, you know, 10 power, it's still a lot better than what I had sure. before. And so I think that's, you know, that's what a lot of people are getting into. The Axion, uh, and there's no doubt about it, because of the price point, has allowed a lot of people to get into thermal for the first time. Um, they might not even be buying the Axion uh, to, to use for night vision hunting. They might be using it for you know, bird watching or, uh, That's you right. know, or uh, I've sold some for some, yeah, yeah that guys whatever. that say, I don't, I'm, I do not own a gun. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm joking about the bird watching a little bit, but people that, well, I'm not, people <laughs> that want to, that want to tra- track deer with it, you know, after, you know, if they're out deer hunting, they want to track deer. So it's more, and it's allowed more people to get into thermal. And, uh, you know, that's been a huge advantage for this because of that price point. Well, I think the first thing that, that I get when people that don't know much about them is they say, you know, which which should I buy, a Helion or an Axion? And, uh, you know, Hans and I talk about this a lot, but what's your budget? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you tell me that your budget is, you know, two to $2,500, there's your answer. You know, it's it's not a Helion because they're three to four. And so if you don't want to spend that, then I'm not going to talk you into it. Don't, you know, okay. you need to buy an Axion. Uh, I think that... The the Axion is really good for a guy who is is you know new to thermal, or he has a, just a standard resolution 320, 384, a standard resolution scope. Uh, a lot of times, a guy that that has a, a high resolution, high end scope, you know, five six thousand dollars, he's going to pick up the Axion and he's going to be disappointed because he's used to looking through. Right you know, super high resolution, beautiful image quality, Mm -hmm. and he's comparing, you know, to this. Well, the problem is he's looking at an optic that probably cost a third of his rifle scope. So you've got to, again, now I I say that, and I've got guys that are using XP50s that have bought the Axion and like them. What I'm trying to do here is I'm I'm trying to manage expectations. Don't buy it thinking it's going to match the quality of your three, four, five thousand dollar scope for you know two thousand dollars or less it's it's not going to do it it's you're not going to get that crisp clear image that you're going to get on a more expensive scope or one of the helions if you demand that kind of image quality you need to go to a helion but real world uh i think that you know we again we talked about each individual one but you know, 200 to 300 yards, depending on the the model, you're going to be able to identify hogs and coyotes out there. Mm-hmm. And I've got guys that I know are doing it further than that with the Axions. But 
you're just not going to have that super sharp, crisp, clear image quality that you're going to have on a Helion. Yep. I, I completely agree. And you know, that's when, when people are calling in, that's the main thing is, uh, finding out their budget because you'll, you'll know exactly. And their expectations as far as what they want to get into. Right. But you know, with the Helion, uh, and I'm talking about that specifically because that's what I got in my hand. I know you had the Axion, but uh, the I love the Helion. It to me, it's my favorite thermal monocular. Uh, I I'm one of those ones that uh, fortunate enough to get a use a good quality scope. So I like to. Uh, but at the same time, Jason, you and I are doing a lot of third person recording in the background uh, to use and share. So we want to have the the best quality image that we can have. The the XP38 that I have right here is a 640 resolution scope, but it is pretty cool when you go out with buddies and you can film from behind them uh, while they're shooting at hogs or coyotes and having that vantage point. So there's a lot of cool things that you can do with a monocular uh, other than just um, spotting and finding animals. But, I, you know, I tend and you tend, uh, we both like to have that lower magnification based scope. Uh, especially for riding around, it, it does make it a lot easier. And I know I'm cho- it does. I'm choppy here. I'm jumping all over the point place, but I've got I've got so many th- reasons why I like the Helion uh, that that I want to share with you because I want to make sure that people um, get the right optic. Now, there's a lot of people, Jason, that call in and say, you know what, I've got five or six thousand dollars max. Uh, there's a lot of people that that are telling me to get the most expensive scope I can get and get a cheaper thermal monocular, or they're telling me to get the cheapest thermal I can get and get a high-end monocular. For those people that are... Or, calling, yeah. or they're most likely what they're saying is spend all your money on the scope. Spend all your money on the that, scope. That's yeah. what most people want to do. Yeah. They don't want to They don't want to break their budget up. You know, but for somebody that calls in and says, you know what, I, I, I'd like to get the best and nicest scope I can get, but I also at the same time, I realize it's going to be hard to hold up this scope and rifle all night long. And for that situation, uh, an Axion really fits into that budget very nicely because you can still get a great scope uh-huh. and you can get an Axion and you're right there, you know, at around five to $6,000. So, you know, yes. with that, with that price point. Absolutely. And so, you know, I'm sure that people get tired of, of preaching that uh, everybody's got a soapbox and, and Hans and I preach it is, is get a handheld monocular yeah. if your budget allows it. And that does mean, yeah, if a guy calls me and he says he's got five or $6,000, he doesn't have uh, a handheld. He has no intentions of getting one, saving up his money, getting it later. I'm going to really, uh, you know, ask him and, and see if he's considered breaking that up, mm-hmm. getting a $3,500 scope and, uh, you know, a, a $2,500 handheld. And, and I think it's, they, they work great together. Yeah. Uh, so definitely you, you, again, it just comes down to budget and your expectations. I had a guy who talked to the other day and he said, I like the nicer things. He said, I'm willing to spend money. He said, if that means I have to wait a year to get it, he goes, I'm going to save up. I'm going to pay cash. I'm going to do it. He said, but if I can get by with less, I'm going to do that too. He said, I don't have a bunch of money, but I like to, to do it right the first time. I don't like to buy something, be disappointed. And he said, so tell me, do I need an Axion or a Helion? And so we talked it out for a while and we talked about some of the different options and the rifle scope options. And before it was over, he said, you know what? He said, I'm going to lower my, my budget on my scope. Mm-hmm. And I'm, he said, I can't do the, the Helion right now. 
He said, but I can do it in maybe six, eight months. Right. You know, he said maybe end of the year. He said, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy the scope now, go down a little bit from where I wanted, but I'm going to go ahead and get the Helion because I, I think it's going to be better image quality. Yeah. So again, but I, I'm going to tell you, and I know we are bouncing all over, but, but it's, gosh, the Axions are still good for what oh, they yeah. are. We have sold a bunch of them and everybody loves them. The only person that I've had that was disappointed was a good listener of the show. He's going to listen to this and know it's him, but he's a, he's a good friend of ours. He's got nice scopes. He's got XP fifties. He, he runs high end stuff and he likes good quality. Right. And he called me about the Axion and I said, I don't know if it's going to be the image quality that you're used to and what you want. And he goes, but man, I like the size. I like it. I, I really think that I, I want it. And I, I mean, I warned him because I know him and I, that's the thing. I, you know, I, he's bought enough stuff over the years from me. I, I said, I'm just warning you. And he got it and he used it a little bit and he called me and he had it a few days and he goes, I love the size and the weight. He said, but I'm used to, this XP 50. Oh, and I said, what you're going to do? And he said, I'm going to buy a Helion XP 50. Well, and I'm like, well, that's twice the money, you know, but he made the jump and he, he said, I just, you know, that's what I need. Well, I, I expect that kind of image quality. It, it, like you said, if you're used to using 640 resolution uh, in your scope and you're expecting to get some, something similar to that in an Axion, it, it's not going to happen. But for, as far as, for as a basic spotting scope, uh, there's a lot of people out there that see it and, and love it. You and I are, are big fans of it. So, hey, if y'all are interested in purchasing uh, either the, the Pulsar Axion or the Pulsar Helion, uh, you can hop over and find all of these optics on OutdoorLegacyGear.com. You can also call and talk to Jason if you're interested in purchasing one of these units. Uh, give him a call at 877-350-1818. There's a couple other things I want to talk about before we end the show. Uh, first of all, Jason, I want to, I meant to do this at the beginning of the show, uh, and I'm kind of kicking myself, but I want to, uh, I, he's a good listener of the show. He listens all the time every week. So I know he's going to stick around towards the end of this show and listen, but I want to give a shout out to Nick in of all places, Hamilton, New Zealand, who said, uh, he listens to every episode. He's a big fan of the show. And he said that we seem like a couple of good blokes. Um, now, <laughs> is that a compliment? Well, is that know, a good thing? I did. I, I met a guy, gosh, this has been many, many years ago. I met a guy from Australia and he said, uh, this is a couple decades ago, kind of showing my age, but he said, um, man, you, you seem like a good bloke. And I didn't know whether to thank him or punch him in the nose, but I think it <laughs> means something pretty good because uh, I think it does. He, uh, so I guess, uh, thank you, Nick in New Zealand. Uh, for watching all the episodes, listening to all the episodes. And I think that we are a couple good blokes, but you know, it just depends on, on who you ask, I guess. <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll have to go look that up. No, I think that's a compliment. Yeah. I do want to say something, and we'll, we'll probably touch on this uh, on another show sometime, talk about some of the restrictions and things, because I've got some some ideas for a show. But I just want to say this in case you are listening and you're from outside of the U.S., we uh, can we can give you all the advice on this show, but we cannot sell you night vision or thermal. And uh, every week uh, we get more and more emails and messages on Facebook and, and Instagram with guys, a lot of guys from New Zealand, mm -hmm. uh, Australia, 
uh, even the UK and, and other places in Europe and say, hey, you know, I've been listening to y'all. I want to buy this. Can I get it? We cannot and we can't help you in any way. Mm-hmm. It is against the law. Nothing we can do there. So we, we love you. We love to have you as, as part of the, you know, this community. Uh, listen, our, our, you know, we hope you learn from it and uh, enjoy it. Uh, we're glad to have you in part of the hunting community, but we can't sell you anything. And I know a lot of guys will call and say, hey, yeah, can you tell me about these scopes? To be honest, it's it's very difficult for us to even do that because we don't even know what all is available there. We have some things that are available here that you don't have. You probably have some things that we don't. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really difficult. Uh, we're glad to have you listening to the show. But unfortunately, the United States government does not want us to sell you anything. Well, so we'll, we can get into that later on in some of those restrictions. But I just want to throw that out yeah. uh, since because we've got a lot of people, it seems like, from around the world listening. Yeah, thank you, Nick, for listening. We, we do have a lot of people around the world. We get emails and contact from people all the time. Um, so thank y'all for listening. Uh, another thing I want to mention, and Jason, you and I didn't talk about this before the show, uh, but I feel like we kind of need to touch on it a little bit. Um, recently, we had an episode where we talk about um, shootings that have happened. The, the one that we talked about speci- specifically was in Gilroy, uh, California. A young man uh, opened fire on a on a festival there and, and killed three individuals. And it's come back up in the news here recently again. We've had a couple like more again and again. Yeah, we've had a, <laughs> we had a uh, recently we had a couple more shootings. These were 13 hours apart. One in El Paso, uh, where 22 people were confirmed killed, uh, and then the next day there were nine confirmed kills uh, in Dayton, Ohio, and. Um, uh, recently and there another one in chicago or uh yeah, yeah. i saw something about seven yeah. shot or something on the playground or something i, I, I think no that's pretty much um, that's every chicago yeah. yeah but uh uh something that you and i we've we've kind of touched on politics here in the past and as current events come up like this we'll definitely mention it but uh, donald trump uh president trump gave a press conference uh recently uh, that I listened to where he did mention that he was up to some part bipartisan um, measures when it comes to some of the laws, um, you know, um, background checks, uh, some different things. He specifically mentioned that he was open uh, to some red flag laws and, you know, some other things that they could get passed in a bipartisan way. Uh, you know, a lot of times uh, there's a lot of talk after these type of shootings. There's usually not a lot of action. Uh, because I think there's a lot of once the dust settles and we start thinking about all of this and the causes uh, of this, but there's been a, there was a lot of feedback, Jason, from the show that we did about the Gilroy, uh, California shooting where a lot of people agreed with you specifically on your reasons why, uh, they, you know, feel like these are happening more and more. And, uh, you know, that's, it, it really is being shed to light more and more often. And it seems like we're talking about it all the time, way too much. Yeah, I agree. And, and, you know, gun laws aren't going to solve the problem. I mean, that's, that's just, it's not going to do it. I mean, you, you know, drugs are illegal and drugs have been illegal for decades. And, uh, you know, any, any town over probably 20, 30,000 people, uh, in the United States, uh, you know, you can probably drive around that town, whether you've ever been there or not in about 15 minutes, you can probably find a place to buy drugs. So, uh, we know good and well that, that gun laws are not going to change, you know, mm-hmm. human hearts. So, you know, gun laws are, it's just going to restrict our freedom. So yeah. I'm very concerned about that. 
And I would say this, that, uh, you know, I don't like to be Mr. Doom and Gloom, but I just think it's a matter of time. I mean, whether whether Republicans uh, eventually cave to some sort of, uh, you know, gun restrictions, even if they don't, just a matter of time until they're out of office and we've got somebody new sitting in the White House, even if it's not the next election. And I'm very concerned about what will happen then. And, you know, um, I don't know. Well, and, you know, it's to, to be honest, another thing, and this is kind of airing our own dirty laundry, uh, but the NRA seems to be mm, falling apart. Yeah. They got all kinds of problems going on there, and that's not what we need at this time. And so that's that's kind of a, a, a bad deal. I, I'm, I'm really I've not given up on the NRA. Well, OK, they're too big for me just to dump them. Uh, I do think there's problems, but I hope they get all that worked out. And that's just politics inside there. And we probably need a good cleaning house and, and start over there. This, All of this, you know, there's never uh, – these shootings are awful and at any time of the year or any year that they happen. But uh, these shootings are, are happening at a, at a very difficult time for everybody because we're going into an election year, and it is going to be uh, – any crisis uh, that pops up is going to be used to the advantage of whatever whatever political party can use it uh, for their advantage. And these shootings yep. play into a scenario and a talk track of of people that are, are trying to be elected right now. So it's going to be brought up. It's going to be brought up quickly. And uh, conversely, on the other side, uh, the Republican side, there since this, again, is election year, there's going to be people that – are trying to will try to get some action done on some type of gun laws to show that they are trying to do something. And I think uh, Donald Trump is is saying uh, there's some things that concern me. The red flag law is very concerning. Um, you know, there's a that thing concerns me just about more than anything. Uh, but the uh, uh, you know one of the gentlemen that was uh, uh, did one of these shootings was using a a drum magazine. And just like what, you know, when the Las Vegas shooting happened and uh, bump stocks were all over the news and, and those were quickly um, made illegal, I, I think we could see something happen very soon on these on these drum magazines as well uh, because it seems like that's what, you know, they're trying to do it step by step and whatever, whatever crisis pops up and whatever's used, they feel like they can quickly get that uh, made illegal. And so far, it's kind of been working. So that's kind of where we're at right now. It's kind of a, a wait and see, and let's let's wait for the dust to settle. Um, yeah, because they use the the same old. Uh, yeah, but why does anybody need one of those? Yeah, yeah. and why does anybody need one of those? Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> come hunting with uh, me. Well, you know, and that's the argument that's used in uh, to a lot of people that are in politics. That may make sense. You know, why does somebody need a drum magazine? But that's just one step. Uh, eventually it'll get down to why do you need a single shot rifle, <laughs> you know, or why do you need a single shot shotgun? Why do you need guns at all? And it's just a, a, a step-by-step process where we, we know what the end goal is. There's one side that wants to completely uh, get rid of guns um, and ban all of them. There's no, they have not been shy about it. That is the end goal. And they realize the only way they, they can do that is with small bites. So we're going to continue to talk about this as it comes up. Um, man, uh, golly, just so terrible what happened in El Paso and also in, in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, just horrific scenes that we've seen on the news. Uh, nobody likes to see anything like this. 
And, um, you know, we know that one of the suspects uh, in the El Paso shooting was, was taken uh, and arrested uh, unharmed. He will be prosecuted and, and hope that uh, justice is swift and firm. But I hope that we do not have to talk about this anymore on any of these shows. Uh, we love these shows to be lighthearted and fun, but we also want to share news and um, current events that are relative uh, to to the you know hunting industry and, and guns. We're all two A supporters, and all of this kind of stuff uh, affects everybody involved. Oh, that's exactly right, and uh, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I don't know what's going to happen in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Uh, but I can uh, say with uh, v- very extreme certainty on my part, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm willing to be a gambling man. And uh, I think it's going to be a very different landscape when, you know, our children are our age. Mm-hmm. So, so 30 years from now, say, uh, I think it's going to be very different. And uh, I don't know, but we're going to have a, a big, long fight ahead of us. I, and I hope it's a fight. I hope it's not just a, a massacre. Uh, no, no pun intended. I don't mean that disrespect, but I, I hope it's not just us getting, you know, overrun and our Second Amendment rights, you know, taken away. Uh, but but I think there's going to be a, a, a lot of inroads into those rights yeah. being removed well, uh, piece by piece. Talking about 20 or 30 years from now, I already told you where you're going to be doing 20 and 30 years from now. You're going to be up at some old gas station in Appleby, Texas, um, an abandoned gas station. You're going to be there at 530 in the morning drinking coffee with the other old men watching the cars go by. That's, now I've already told well, you that you, you, you'll be doing that you until this. the sun goes down every day, all day, every I, day. I, I I won't be there at five thirty in the morning. <laughs> I can tell you that that's not going to happen. I may I may roll in about eight, but I'm not going to be yeah, there at five thirty. But other gonna, than that, yeah, yeah, Jason will be that old man up at the, old, the gas station drinking coffee, watching the cars go by. Uh, we've got yes, a few so of those in in our town. We love them. Uh, but I swear you can go by there. I've gone by there early in the morning, and I've gone by there at eleven o'clock at night. Them old men are sitting out the inside of that gas station uh, in their recliners outside on the corner <laughs> watching cars go by. It is the dangest thing I've ever seen, but it is it's hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> well, folks, we we do. We we appreciate y'all coming in and putting up with us every week. And uh we, we hope that it's uh, enjoyable. And again, uh we don't like having to to bring up some of these more serious and, and sober topics, but Unfortunately, with what's going on right now, I don't think we we have much of a choice but but just to talk about it. We don't have all the answers, um, but you know it's a conversation's got to be had. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you that you need to make your mind up of of where you're at. You need to think about it. You need to decide, uh, you know, what you're willing to compromise, or if you're willing to compromise nothing and uh, stand firm in your convictions, whatever they are. Now, my opinion is that. Uh, I can disagree with someone politically, but uh, the one thing that I at least can respect is if you can articulate your position, you can give some kind of a common sense reason why, and you stand firm in it. And, you know, but wishy-washy, and you don't even know what you believe or why you believe it, and it makes no sense whatsoever. I don't have any respect for that. So, you know, I think we all are going to have to do it because... Uh, you know, these, these things are going to be coming at us soon. So, so decide what you believe and, and stand firm in it. 
and uh, let's all get together and you know hopefully fight for the second amendment so folks again thanks for tuning in we will be back next week good lord willing the creek don't rise uh, thanks for tuning in to the late night vision show and we will catch y'all on the flip side <laughs>